This is 69 The Podcast. I'm Dave Haynes. 69 has been covering the digital signage industry since the dawn of man, first online and now as a podcast. The goal on here is to make listeners aware of interesting companies, smart people, and new technology developments, all of them meaningful in making digital signage projects happen. I try to help listeners understand sometimes complicated subjects and why they should care. The podcasts are free and I try to get a new one out weekly, but things happen now and then. The 69 Podcast has been gratefully sponsored and supported since the start by Jeremy Gavin and the fine folks at ScreenFeed, the digital signage content store. ScreenFeed makes beautiful-looking, totally automated content for signage and digital out-of-home networks. Check them out at ScreenFeed.com. 69 has been around since 2006, and the publication and podcast are now owned by Spectrio, which provides customer engagement solutions for business. You can find them at Spectrio.com. The Swiss technology firm Spinetics has evolved its go-to-market approach through the years, positioning itself much more as a software solutions firm than as a manufacturer of very nice media layout boxes that also came with software. The company has endpoint devices that have been operating flawlessly for years, but to grow and meet demands, it had to look at what it wanted to be and what it wanted to do. Now founder and longtime CEO Francesco Zigliani is talking in terms of Spinetics being a SaaS software company and happily showing how carefully selected partners like Taiwan's iBase are also now making hardware that works with the platform. I met with Francesco down in Orlando where the company had a stand at Infocom and was also doing offsite meetings and demos with partners. We get into a lot of things, including where he's seeing a lot of market growth. As is the case more broadly, workplace communications is a big growth driver. We started out by my asking him about company priorities right now. Look, uh, this year for, for me, the priority is really to remind people that we are not only hardware. We, we are still hardware because we believe hardware is important. Yeah. Uh, but software as a service is really what I believe is the right strategy, right vision for us. Mm-hmm. And... Um, to make this model, SaaS, through an indirect sales channel working, because if you think about it, most of SaaS are direct business. Microsoft, um, Adobe, they sell direct. Yeah. We are not. We have two levels, distributors and resellers. Mm-hmm. So to make this model working, you need active partners. So you don't need only an opportunistic or someone who one time has an opportunity and starts selling genetics. You really need someone who says, hey, I share the same vision, I like the product, and I keep learning it so I can bring more mm-hmm. over time. Right. And uh, uh, it's true that AV channel, not everyone is ready for this step. Many people like box moving type of business. Right. I buy something, I add margin. I install and resell. Mm-hmm. Um, so everything I can do to inspire resellers to ask themselves the question, is SaaS or digital signage for my customers interesting and for me interesting? Mm-hmm. Am I ready to explore it seriously and invest something there mm-hmm. I think can help Spinetics? Yeah, you, the, the company has, in, in certain respects, kind of pivoted, not really, but it, it, when I think about Spinetics, I think about these gorgeous little boxes mm-hmm. that are ultra-reliable and you mm-hmm. get the software with it. Yes. And now you're talking much more as a software company 
that has its own uh, purpose-built boxes and is now, as you were telling me before we turned the microphone on, uh, so getting our, partners. Yes, our, our tagline is we do everything except scripts. Because it's true, we have the hardware. Now, we use partners to manufacture, but we co-design. Mm-hmm. We have the operating system, BIOS operating system, and rendering engine all integrated. And that's DSOS. DSOS. Yeah. And that's, that's also quite unique because let's take BrightTime. They have their operating system. Yeah. But they allow others to install the rendering engine. And the mm-hmm. Now, you have two people responsible. BrightTime is upgrading the operating system. The CMS might not follow up. Or vice versa. The right. CMS needs to do something. Right. And BrightSign is not there yet. In our in our world, that cannot happen. It's like it's like Apple. Mm-hmm. We control everything. Mm-hmm. So every update is tested and comes with everything you need. That's why the reliability is so high. Mm-hmm. So that's that's also an advantage. Now, this is still there. It's available on HMP 400. Now we can also install the same DSOS on an SDN module. The Sharp NEC is a partner now. We sign, and we are going to have the Sharp NEC display on the booth with the SDM. So that's integrated. You and buy SDM the screen, you have ARIA. Smart device. I don't model. know if it's uh, perhaps. Oh. Anyway, listeners can look it up. <laughs> exactly. So SDM and and um, and iBase is the same philosophy. So basically, mm. now I'm not forced to manufacture myself. I can ask someone, hey, manufacturer, you are good in manufacturing. Mm. Good. You install my operating system on it. So mm-hmm. BIOS, we work together. Operating system is a Yocto, very reliable. We cut everything useless for digital signage. Mm-hmm. So very compact. And then rendering engine with all the APIs. And so we, we basically make all these players like zombie for Spinetics. They become zombie. And, yeah. and as zombie, they can talk with ARIA. And they're zombies because it's a defined... A tightly contained operating system. Absolutely, you cannot install any program on no it. No Windows running you on this thing. You cannot change it. You everything is locked. Yeah, and that is a security. You you cannot jump on it and say, okay, now I install a program or install something else. Mm-hmm. And this thing comes natively compatible with ARIA. ARIA is highway of data to players. Mm-hmm. But when we work with banks. The player is within the network of the bank. He talks to ARIA through HTTPA to know what to display, right. to get the instructions. ARIA is the CMS. Exactly. But once the instructions are on the player, the player locally talks with sensors, with databases, with whatever services. Mm-hmm. So it's fully secure. Even if I cut the internet, the player has the capacity to autonomously get data around him. Mm-hmm. So the ARIA CMS is really on the network, on the local, on the local network, area, yeah. or on the local yeah. bottoms USB. So it's not like streaming video, or it's really like a CMS in a, is an application, mm-hmm. easy to use, made for the end user, no training needed. That's that's the value of it. And every time you need to do something more complex, then our partners use Elementi which is an offering tool. They create the widget, they customize the widget, and they have a button to upload on the right ARIA account. With a button, ARIA 
has an additional asset which can do whatever has been designed. So connecting to a SAP or, or doing whatever. Now, this, this asset in ARIA is like a video, it's like an image. So it's a programmable element. So the end user is not able to look inside. Mm-hmm. It's just there. But it can put it in a layout in a very simple way. Mm-hmm. So you understand that we make the end user autonomous with a tool which remains always simple. And we give our partners a tool that makes them able to program whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And now this is a combo. So we integrated this. So when you create a project with Element for using widgets, well, you know that you need to have ARIA widget. When you create more complex project with Element, you need streaming. That mm-hmm. system type of license in Element, mm-hmm. well, we have the planned system in ARIA. So we simplify this combo, this right. integration, and we are able to offer the right tool to the right audience. Mm-hmm. So if I'm an end user uh, and I, I'm interested in this, I'm, let's say I'm getting a, uh, an iBase box. Yes. And it's going to be uh, connected and managed via ARIA. Correct. And Elementi is an opt-in or is that fundamental it's too? It's an option. Okay. So let's, let's see the path. You buy an iBase, mm-hmm. it comes with our operating system. So it's actually, we, we are going to call it IBX something, iBase for Spinetics, right? instead of HMP. IBX something it comes with everything you need to connect on ARIA. And we have, the first step is ARIA discovery is free of charge. You can have one screen, you can have 1,000 screens, you create your account, you pair your players, your screens on your account. And you can start publishing images and video. That's free. You don't spend anything on the cloud. Right. Now, at a certain point, you get stuck. Whether because you need more users or more storage or more functionalities. So there, you need to upgrade to ARIA Enterprise. ARIA Enterprise is for indirect channel. So you need a Spinetix partner. You need someone who knows mm-hmm. how to set up, how to help you discovering more. So you contact a, a, a partner and the partner comes to you and say, okay, what you want to do? And if your needs are basics, you just upgrade to enterprise mm-hmm. by paying an annual fee. And the partner will call you at the end of each year saying, everything fine, you need more? Then let's say you need more because you now understand that your responsible is spending two hours per day to update images. And all these images are already in your database. Mm-hmm. And so you would like this to be automatic. So your ARIA Enterprise is now upgraded to ARIA Enterprise Widget. And in the widget, you're compatible with Elementi widget projects. So it means that your supplier, your Spinetix partner, mm-hmm. is designing for you with Elementi, which is the right tool, programs you whatever you like. And once he has created that content, shows you, he says, hey, is that what you want? Mm-hmm. Yes, good. One click, it's your, in your ARIA account. And now you as end user, you can use that widget and decide to show it in the lobby or in a certain location mm-hmm. with a certain background, with a clock or a countdown, whatever you like. But you are autonomous because mm-hmm. that thing has been designed for you. 
And like this, we value the services of our partner, who is fully autonomous with Elementi. They don't need us. Yeah. But we also protect the end customer, who can still ask the stagiaire to do the job because they don't need to understand what's behind. Right. And before, when we only had Elementi, it was not like this. We had Elementi, which was a complex product in the hand of an end user. So some end users love it, but most of the end users were saying it's too complex. Yeah. I don't have time to learn this. I don't have the time. And I'm using it perhaps with my intern. And the guy yeah. is not trained. So he's doing mistakes. And he's going to leave. And uh, he's going to leave. So now ARIA is simple for that type of users. Very simple. Mm-hmm. And, but still, we are not limiting the experience. Mm-hmm. Now, what I want to fight is leveraging down. I want to leverage up. So that's why I'm calling partners to say, guys, you cannot just sell ARIA discovery for free or just ARIA Enterprise for an annual fee for basic features. You need to upsell your services customizing because Mm -hmm. if you don't do that, then there are hundreds of CMS that will beat us one day. Right. So instead, if I'm able to create this local relationship between Mm -hmm. the supplier and the end user. Yeah. Instead of being a relationship, I supply once and I go away. I'm a partner with you. So I'm with you with the evolution of your needs. Mm. Then I'm, I'm making my customer loyal. And that's the secret of SaaS. Because SaaS, every year you add something. And we, we double every year the number of, of uh, new things. Mm-hmm. But if we lose the previous one, then... It's like having a bucket that is leaking. Right. So you add water, mm-hmm. but it's not growing. Yeah. And I want to remove leaks. And to remove leaks, you need to mm-hmm. create this loyalty, this relationship. We're sitting in uh, at Infocom, and historically, the integration companies that come to Infocom are looking for product and they're thinking about margin and how many of these can we move and everything else. And it's, it's historically at least been a bit of a struggle to get a lot of these companies to understand you also should be in services. Mm. There's recurring revenue in that. It's mm. with shrinking margins and everything else, this is a, something you need to do. Are you, is, it, is it hard to find those companies that understand that or that a lot of them waking up to it? There are many. There are many that are ready to do this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but it's true. AV is not IT. Yeah. And IT... Yet. Um, <laughs> yet. But, but there They're is blending. a convergence. There yeah. are good things in both, yeah. both communities. Sure. Um, but I think the opportunity AV has is great because they have the relationship with the end customer mm-hmm. already because they are selling services of support. So it's just a... a click in their mind, in their mindset to say, hey, now I'm not selling you a box, I'm selling you a service. I'm with you, supporting, training, inspiring you. And of course, I understand that perhaps they tried solutions that were not reliable yet or not delivering on their promises. Mm -hmm. And it's true that if you are not protected on that side, you are in trouble because yeah. you don't have actions to take. Mm-hmm. 
So you want you want a solution which is reliable, secure, and you want to build your services there on top of that type of solutions. Right. But but uh, we see people that are, I'm not saying afraid, but they they are they have an attitude of let's see what's for me, and probably start one project after the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to show during this panel event an example of a company in Switzerland who started four years ago with Aria. Start little, few units at the beginning, few customers, they, but they start calling existing customers they have, proposing the new model. And now it's a small company, but they have already more than $100,000 record revenue. And now if you think like this, 100000 means that you can have a part-time employee mm. developing more. Yeah. And... Uh, the hardware is very reliable, so the end customer does not have reason to stop. Right. The product is evolving, so you don't have reasons to look competition. Mm. And yeah, we have parking lots. He's running on parking lots. He's running schools, different type of needs, and the solution works very well. He's very happy, and uh, and I'm using it as an example to say, hey. You can start, even if you're a small company, there are local, co- local um, opportunities to you that might start with just one screen the first year, two screens, mm-hmm. and then double, and then upgrading to widget or to more uh, you know, uh, powerful plans. And the solution is open. You can upgrade, downgrade. Uh, you are not forced to stay three years, five years. Every year you can choose. Um, so, yeah, I've, I, I think it's... It's a modern approach to Mm. digital signage. For over a decade, ScreenFeed has been the reliable choice for beautifully designed, licensed content such as news and weather. We handle over 27 million requests a day to deliver dynamic content to 200,000 screens across the globe. Now we bring you ScreenFeed Connect, a no-code solution that makes complex content projects easy. Projects that used to take our designers and developers weeks became a to-do we could complete before lunch. The easy-to-use browser-based tool leverages pre-built data connections and ready-made widgets to give you the power to design with data. Create team member profiles, schedules, tenant directories, progress boards, featured products, or anything that leverages your data. Discover how Connect empowers you to complete projects faster at ScreenFeed.com. Yeah, when when I think about Spinetics historically, I, I think of these beautiful little boxes and the stories I hear about how they... They're still in the field like 10 years later, 12 years later, and so on. Uh, so reliability, durability is a, is a big, big thing. But it, I'm, I'm sure that's still the case, but that's not what you lead with anymore, right? We want to do more. Yeah. So it, by doing more, we, we are not forgetting where we are coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so the hardware remains reliable. The know-how is in the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think, yeah, we, we would like to scale up a bit more. And, and, and is that the driver behind, like, you've always manufactured or contract manufactured, yes. designed your own boxes, yeah. but now you're adding hardware more partners. partners. More partners. Is that, is that just for scale? There is one reason is scaling. The second reason is that we live in a complex world where supply chain, manufacturing, <laughs> finding chips. We learned many things in the last three years. Everyone. Yeah. And despite the fact that we had a very good relationship, so we have been able to go through 
difficult times, mm-hmm. I realize is we are not in the position to guarantee right. availability for whatever type of project. So we need to have plans B, C, and all the work we have done on Intel platform open us a lot of opportunity. And then if you think about it, look, look at this. We have a product we are launching soon, which has four outputs. So that's ideal for video works. Yeah. Four output, perfectly synchronized. You just plug, you use it as a, as a, a single screen from ARIA or from Elementi. Easy. So you could do like it, you could blend uh, an 8K LED wall. Yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. it's four times 4K, so you could yeah. have a 2x2 two two, yeah. 8K video wall if you want, or 1x4, or even just 1x2. Mm-hmm. And we can already do this with the synchronization feature of our players, right? right? That you only have one device, so it's more convenient in terms of price. One mm-hmm. license, one device. What is the volume behind? I don't know. Yeah. It may be 100 units, 1,000 units. If I'm manufacturing that device, I put myself in a niche of a niche. Yeah. And there are people that are good at doing that, that, that may use the same product for other applications. So why not collaborating with them, helping them learning why we need POE in digital signage, right. or why uh, we are asking them a more powerful or more higher capacity battery. So there are specificities in terms of synchronization, security that are of our industry, but I can share that with this supplier. Mm-hmm. And at the end, we come with a product which they manufacture for us to fit the need of our industry from our perspective, of course. Mm-hmm. Now, this, I think it's the, the best we can do for our customers, offering them more options and not being limited on the investments that we can do ourselves. Are you um, challenged at all to service the, I don't want to say lower end of the market, but small to medium businesses, the kinds of uh, end users who are maybe using a uh, Amazon Fire Stick or or a cheap Android player or something like that. Uh, can, Can you even compete with that or is that not who you're after? No, today that's not our target. Yeah. And uh, um, we understand that there are customers that have really big constraints in terms of, uh, of cost or budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we are really focused on long-term relationship with our partners. So we want devices and hardware and software that we can master. Right. I don't want to find myself in a situation where the customer asks me one question and I don't know how to answer. Mm-hmm. So, of course, it's our support is best effort. We cannot guarantee a result every time. But uh, we want to have tools that we control. Um, now, Intel ecosystem has now devices which, in terms of budget, are much more accessible than our HP 400, which mm-hmm. is, you know, industrial design made for wide range temperature supporting and PoE and right. um, so we have been able to to offer that flexibility to some of our uh, projects. What I what I'm satisfied is often the customer is challenging us on price. Then I offer them 
the alternative, which is budget compatible, but they still buy the HP at the end mm. because they realize that capex is important, but operating costs are also there. Yeah. And if you have a product that is designed to live two, three years, well, it will fail. Yeah. Statistically, on that period. Mm-hmm. And so, depending on the need, uh, the customer, the customer are smart. They know what they, uh, where their money needs to go. So, uh, if if they have, in, they are in the long term vision, they will mm-hmm. buy more reliable devices. It's better for them. Has the um, end user profile? changed much through the years? Are, are you seeing new vertical markets and new kinds of customers showing up? Yes. Uh, corporate. Um, corporate is booming for us. Education corporate. Uh, we also see a lot of requests in the manufacturing environments, uh, plants, um, where basically you have production line that use screens to motivate the yeah. people working on the lines. with or, videos. Or shows KPIs. KPIs, not only that, motivational videos Mm. triggered by KPIs they measure. Oh, okay. So you don't have a sterile gauge or red-green level. Right. You really have someone that based on, is it Friday, is it at the end of your turn, understands the KPIs Mm -hmm. and give you the message that is relevant for you where Mm -hmm. you are. So I think I think there is a, yeah digital signage is kind of a narrow mm-hmm. term for us sometimes um, uh, we we uh, I hope you will be able to visit our new building in Switzerland we have this this uh, corporate building where we rent spaces to different companies mm-hmm. and we have a lot of digital signage there from the parking lot to the roof and we really see the impact that digital signage have. In a, in, a, in a corporate environment to inspire people, to inform them about services, about mm-hmm. what's going on where, um, uh, before going home at five o'clock, six o'clock, we display the map of the traffic. So you can take a decision, should I take a drink before going right. with colleagues or is it the right time to leave? Uh, we have the timetables of train buses appearing mm-hmm. at the right time. So little things, that basically make the user of the building, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, an easier life. So uh, that that is growing a lot, like campuses as well, military campuses. We sell a lot in US, uh, Fort Knox and things like that. <laughs> yeah, I was about to ask about security. So if yeah. you're doing Fort Knox, and you mentioned before I turned on the the microphone that uh, you're also doing NASA. So obviously. Yes. You, you, you're pretty solid on security. Yes, I, I think our team really designed products with security in mind. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a game changer. And uh, it's challenging, but I think, I think it's important because you put a lot of information. You, don't, you put your uh, credibility on the screens, on mm-hmm. your network of screens. If someone is able to, to bypass your security, then you risk a lot in terms of image or in terms of trouble or, or, or continuity of service. Mm. Uh, so it's, it's really the customers we have consider the investment as business critical. So yeah. security is, is definitely an important. And then, you know, GDPR in Europe is important. So 
everything related to how you protect the personal information. Mm-hmm. And we have corporate that are asking us, okay, uh, what are the uh, logs that, that we can uh, access to know who have used the data, if the data remains in the cloud or not, uh, where is it stored, is it in Europe, in Germany, yeah. in US. Um, so that means a lot of infrastructure work, a lot of tools that are not necessarily seen by the end customer mm-hmm. if they are not interested in it. But large corporations, they know what they need. Mm. Like SSO as well, single sign-on. Uh, these mm. are all tools that facilitate a lot uh, the deployments and acceptance of our solution. You're European-based. Have have you seen shifts in terms of where the business is? I, I, I've heard from some companies who said Europe is, you know, it's, it's kind of going along okay, but the real growth seems to be... Yes. In North America, is, is that what you're experiencing as yeah, well? Yeah, North America, I think we are just scratching the surface of the opportunity. Mm-hmm. So today, we are more or less half-half in terms of our business. Uh, but I, I see a huge potential in in uh, in US. That's why I we have invested in a team of three persons. Before, mm-hmm. we didn't have anyone. We yeah. only had distributors. Now we have three local persons. And uh, Europe is doing well. Huh? It's, it's true that they are asking themselves a lot of questions about uh, uh, the impact of power yeah. use for digital signage. But at the same time, time they realize that um, the benefits are there as well. Right. So you, you need to inform people. You need to keep this communication channel open. And of course, it has a cost. But uh, if you do it right, the benefits are, are higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think, I think uh, we pass... That period where everyone was saying switch off, switch off, because we need to save. Right. Um, I, I I advocate if you use the right communication, you use this tool to do the right communication. Then the investments are worth. Yeah. Because the impact is is big, and, and at the end you can change the the habits, the bad habits, or um, and so. I, I, I'm, of course, 16 years I'm in digital signage. I'm a believer of the benefits of digital signage for, mm. for many, many sectors. Yeah, I mean, what you're talking about on the factory floors, uh, I think the same thing could apply in, in healthcare environments as Absolutely. well, where there's yeah. just yeah. so many ways that you could be communicating with people. And these are people who either don't because of the job or don't have time because mm-hmm. of how busy they are to sit down and read stuff. They're going to see stuff when they're zipping down a hallway or along a corridor and if there's a screen there that's going to motivate them or inform them or tell them there's a gas leak go that way get out yeah. that's incredibly valuable absolutely no no and and it's true that hospitality i mean hospitality in the large sense whether it's in hospital or in a mm-hmm. restaurant in a hotel hotel chain or in a campus uh, it's all about delivering relevant information mm-hmm. and um, our product our our solution is made to automate so you of course you need someone to know what to do but the the technology is there mm-hmm. and uh, you can really take into account about all the parameters you can add artificial intelligence you can imagine a world of possibilities right and uh, uh, but it needs to be simple. 
And I remember we, we made a, a, an audit some time ago and we were asking our customer what they think about Elementi, our software. And half of the customers said, ah, it's the easiest software that we have been using. Mm-hmm. And the other half was saying, it's the hardest software we have been using. <laughs> and that is because basically we were providing one tool mm-hmm. to two audiences. Yeah. So simplicity is a relative concept. Mm-hmm. If you understand your audience, you are able to provide the right tool, then you are delivering a simple tool to them. Yeah. But you cannot make something like programming simple for everyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lot of investments. And, and so um, I, think, I think having the capability with the solution to really segment the stakeholders and address their needs, mm-hmm. that's, that's at the end our innovation we are bringing with, with this integration with ARIA. And mm-hmm. that's, that's what I believe is going to be the future for our industry. And many other people will contribute with, uh, you know, dedicated software for specific verticals like business management, building management. Right. Uh, you have dedicated software for restaurants. Uh, and all this are going to be simple for the right audience. And our job is to collect the data from these softwares mm-hmm. to make simple, to animate the network of screens. Right. And so that the information is delivered in, in, a, in a relevant way. Mm. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. That's it for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and maybe you learned a thing or two. If you're new to 69, it's a podcast that's been around since 2016. You can click around the archive and find hundreds of conversations with smart industry people. If you're new to digital signage, you need to be reading 169 at 16-9.net. You'll find more than 8,000 posts by me and expert guest writers about this industry. 169 is not a press release republishing mill, like a lot of this stuff out there. If something makes it on 169, that means it matters in some way to the business. Everything about 169 is free. Great sponsors make my work possible, and the key one here is ScreenFeed, the digital signage content store. Check out all the curated and automated content available at ScreenFeed.com. 16.9, the blog and the podcast, are now owned by Spectrio, which does customer engagement solutions, most of that digital signage, for all kinds of businesses. You'll find them in the Tampa area and online at Spectrio. That's Spectrio.com. You'll find me working out of a sunny back room in my house, located outside Halifax, Nova Scotia, on the east coast of Canada. Thanks for listening. I'm Dave Haynes.